welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 14. It is a holiday week for many of us. If you do celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. If you celebrate Hanukkah, I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah. If you celebrate anything around this time of year, or if you don't celebrate anything around this time of year, I hope you can find some time for some restoration, some peace, some recharging towards the end of the year because We all need it all the time, and goodness, especially this year, we need it. So wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you celebrate, happy nearing the end of the year, and I hope you are doing well. Have a great episode lined up for you today. I am going to throw you a bone on the health news you can use. Just you wait to see what I'm going to recommend. I'm also going to talk about a new snack that I just discovered. I will talk about how to reflect on your 2020 goals because, whoo, hashtag 2020. I will answer some listener Q&A about drinking water and if snacking is healthy or unhealthy. So let's dive in. All right, just like I said, it's time for health news you can use, and I'm just going to throw you a bone here because it's a few days before Christmas, it's a week or so before New Year's Eve, and we've all just had a tough year. So even though I don't believe entirely in the validity of this study, mainly because it's something called a self-reported FFQ, which means uh, it basically asks people to remember how often they ate a food years in the past. And as you can imagine, that can be really skewed. You might remember more the fun things that you ate or something like that. So it it can be a little bit skewed. Uh, but Really, I just want to share some good news, maybe make you feel a little bit better about your holiday um, meals or snacks coming up, so you are welcome in advance. This study comes from the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease in September 2020, and it shows that of all the foods studied, I believe they studied 49 foods, those that were most correlated with protecting against age-related cognitive problems were cheese and wine. I'm totally not kidding. Cheese and wine. They also showed mild protective effects from lamb and mild detrimental effects of salt, but only for those already at risk for Alzheimer's. So again, I'm honestly not reading too much into this study. And if you've been my one-to-one client, we've probably talked about the inflammatory effects of cheese. I don't really think this is licensed to eat a whole cheese board every single night, 
But if you want to enjoy a glass of wine and a nice cheese pairing, maybe even with a side of lamb over the holidays, be my guest and feel great about it. I will link to the study in the show notes. Next up is Megan Recommends, and today I am recommending activated peely nuts. So I am always looking out for unique nut options since I have an intolerance to almonds and cashews, but nuts are a super healthy snack full of healthy fat. It's good for blood sugar stability, satiety, um, lots of nutrients, just a, a healthy option overall. But most snack mixes have almonds and cashews in them, and too many of those just don't make me feel good. So I recently stumbled across these activated Peely Nuts, P-I-L-I, on Amazon of all places, and I am in love. These Peely Nuts have the lowest carbs of any nuts, and they're rich in magnesium, vitamin B1, and manganese. They melt in your mouth. I mean, they're hard like nuts, but they're just like, you know how macadamia nuts almost have that melty quality? This is just like macadamia nuts, except even better. Maybe less sweet than macadamia nuts, but that same buttery texture. The only ingredients in this particular uh, package that I'll link to in the show notes are sprouted peely nuts. Um, and by the way, sprouting any kind of nuts makes them better for your digestion. So I liked, in fact, I think I was actually searching for sprouted nuts um, when I stumbled across these. Uh, but sprouted peely nuts, coconut oil, and Himalayan salt. Those are the only ingredients, which I love. No preservatives, no junky, chemically sounding things. Uh, and they're really tasty. In fact, so tasty, I have to follow the noob rule for these because they're just that good. If you haven't heard me talk about it, the noob rule, N-O-O-B, is nothing out of a bag. And this helps me prevent mindless snacking. Just for those things like nuts, trail mix, chocolate, popcorn, whatever, that tend to uh, promote mindless eating. I do not eat them out of a bag. I put them into a little dish or something like that, and I enjoy them from there. So if you want to try these activated peely nuts like me, I will put an Amazon link in the show notes if you want to try them out. All right, we're diving into the veggies of the matter. And I am just going to share something so hilarious to me looking back. I mean, hilarious, sad, uh, eye-rolling, all kinds of things. So I did a um, December 2019 post, blog post, that was called Three Things to Do Before Setting Your 2020 Goals. And literally this sentence was in the post. I'm talking about the turn of a new decade and setting your goals. It says, I, no, not I, it says, it feels so promising, so hopeful, so exciting. That's how I felt about 2020. So promising, so hopeful, so exciting. And that can make us chuckle a little bit. That was certainly then. We were full of so much hope. And it, really, it's almost become like a trite saying, hashtag 2020. We roll our eyes. That's an explanation for why, you know, uh, 
we dropped our phone in the pond or something like that, something totally unrelated. We're just blaming it tritely on 2020. And that can be like a funny thing, but let's be honest, it really truly has been a hard year. There's been so much suffering in the world from COVID itself and all of the results of it, job loss, mental health issues, other concerns. There's been racial and social injustice, which has been going on for a lot longer than 2020, but has come to an uprising. Uh, There's been a lot of negativity in the media. I don't need to uh, let you know about that. I'm sure you felt it. There are just many things that might have derailed you from your 2020 goals. And so it's easy or common, easy and common for many of us to just brush it off and say, hashtag 2020, like those goals are uh, in the past. But I actually think this is the perfect year to review what you've accomplished. In the face of so much adversity, whatever you did accomplish deserves even more celebration. And if you didn't accomplish certain goals, you get to learn your tendencies for when the wheels come off. What falls first? What do you let go first? Do you want to change that? What can you learn about what you didn't get done? So before I get started sharing how to review your goals, especially in this interesting year, please know that this is not meant to be a judgment on your self-worth, on your success as a human, anything like that. Goals are awesome. I love goals. I love setting goals. I love talking about goals, but they are not the ultimate measure of your self-worth. So please use this as a way to guide yourself in the future, not a way to beat yourself up for whatever has passed happened in the past. Life is just too short for beating ourselves up ever, ever, especially now. So I'm going to talk about two segments. One, how to review your goals before the deadline, the most important. And then if it is the deadline at or approaching the deadline, what do you do then if you haven't reached your goals? So first, the single most important factor in me achieving most of my goals is my weekly goal review. I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before because every single Sunday, no matter what, I take out my spreadsheet of yearly goals. I measure my progress towards them. I do all kinds of measurements like how many clients I served, how much social media time I had, how many hours I slept, so much more, all related to my goals. And I don't beat myself up over not hitting one, but I do consider it like a point of redirect. So if I haven't hit a goal two or three weeks in a row or even one week in a row, I'm like, oh, Megan, time to refocus on that one. What can you do to set yourself up for success to reach this goal this week? So it's just a little point of redirect. And that weekly goal review is critical for me. But if you get, if you do your weekly goal review and you realize you're kind of falling pretty significantly off track of a goal, don't give up. I believe there's almost always a way to adjust the goal to achieve a similar purpose. Now, let me give you two personal examples from my 2020 goals. Um, I set a goal to have 50 in-person speaking engagements in 2020. January, doing great. February, doing great. March, of course, everything that I booked got canceled or postponed, which is fine. Totally agree with that decision. Uh, But it would have been very easy for me to say, oh, I have no choice. Like COVID's here, I can't do 50 in-person speaking engagements. But I didn't do that. 
I knew I wouldn't be able to hit the 50 in person, but I easily switched my goal to be 50 in-person or virtual speaking engagements. No matter that I had literally never given a virtual speaking engagement, didn't even really consider that a thing as I was setting my 2020 goals, I just developed some awesome presentations. I learned about how to engage the audience virtually with polls and uh, different ways to set up your slides and things like that. I really dove into the knowledge there. I started marketing myself in new ways, and I I've exceeded that goal of 50 presentations, even when it would have been so much easier to just throw up my hands in defeat. So that is a win. And that happened because I was continuously checking in with my goals and willing to pivot. Now, let's be honest, I'm not perfect at this. Um, Another one of my goals was to disconnect from work and connect with Kevin, my husband, for our 10-year anniversary trip in St. Lucia. Of course, that trip also was canceled. And I just worked right through it, honestly. I didn't um, consider the goal. I just like crossed it off my mental and physical list and said, we'll do it in 2021 or sometime in the future. But what I could have done in, in hindsight was taken the spirit of that goal, time off of work, disconnecting from quote, regular life and connecting with Kevin. And I could have done that at home. I didn't. uh, But when our second canceled trip came, this one was supposed to be to Malibu, I planned a Malibu night at home. So we grilled some food that we regularly eat when we're in Malibu. I got a, a California road sign, like a four dollar little sign to put up. I got a Malibu t-shirt for both of us. We wore that. I even got this lawn game that we usually play when we're in Malibu. I got that and we played it. We had a great night. We really had so much fun. It was certainly not the same, but we were really happy that we settled for the plan B instead of just neglecting it or or declaring it a loss altogether. So all of those um, examples represent the power of checking in with your goals in the moment before the deadline hits. But let's say you haven't yet established that weekly goal review. That's okay. 2020 might be um, almost at a close. Um, So your goals might not happen. Your 2020 goals might not happen exactly as planned on the deadline, but it's still such an awesome time to review your progress towards them. So if the goal just flat out didn't happen, I think the first and most important step is to forgive yourself. I'm going to say it again. Hear me loud and clear. Forgive yourself. Goals are awesome. I said this before. They really push me and push many people to achieve more of what I want to achieve in life. But they're not everything. Just making it through this year, and I I really don't mean this tritely at all, just making it through this year is a great accomplishment. So please forgive yourself for any other goal that you didn't achieve. Uh, And then learn what you can. There are many reasons we might not have reached our goals. They might have been too lofty goals at the beginning. You might not have really been passionate about your goals or known your deep-rooted why you wanted to achieve the goals. You might have made great progress, which is something to celebrate. You just didn't quite cross the finish line. That's okay. You might not have had the support you needed or accountability. Uh, Maybe you got negative and threw in the towel along the way. Whatever the reason was for you, just learn about that. Learn this is my tendency so you can set yourself up for success in the future. 
And then finally, so first step, forgive. Second step, learn. Third step is to decide what to do with this goal. So it's totally valid to just remove the goal altogether if it doesn't suit you anymore. Maybe situation has changed, whatever. This is not a failure. In fact, it's a big win. Why would we strive for things that just no longer matter? Save yourself the time and effort and just remove it if it's not serving you anymore. If it is serving you, if it's still important but it just didn't get done, maybe you can just switch the timeline. There's really nothing magic with December 31st, 2020. Maybe that can be March 31st, 2021, or maybe it can be December 31st, 2021. Oh, the years are throwing me off here. Yeah, March 31st, 2020, December 31st, 2021. Whatever the, the deadline needs to be, there's nothing wrong with just changing that deadline. And maybe it's not just the timing, but the goal itself needs to change, which is totally okay too. You can retain the meaning of the goal, how you wanted to feel or what you wanted to achieve, and just switch the tactics or the method of the goal. That is totally valid. So decide whether to remove the goal, to change the deadline, or to change the goal altogether. Remember that goals are flexible as long as we're aware of what's happening, what's preventing us from reaching our goals, what is motivating us to achieve them, then they're serving their purpose. So pick yourself up, brush yourself off, celebrate what you did accomplish, and learn and adjust going forward. It's time for listener Q&A. The first question today comes from Andra. She says, does it matter if you drink all your water for the day spread out or chug most of it at once? And the answer, which you might have assumed, is that it definitely matters. And it's definitely better to spread it throughout the day. Your body wants to maintain balance or what we call homeostasis. And it wants the appropriate amount of water in your body at all times. So if you chug a bunch all at once, your body's like, great, we got plenty of water on board. It's going to allow you or make you urinate a lot of it out. It's not going to hold on to that water. It just can't absorb too much at once in an appropriate manner. It's like that phrase, drinking from a fire hose, we can't absorb it. We can't drink that much in. Then later, you're dehydrated because you're not drinking. Through the rest of the day, it tries to conserve water, which leads to water retention, other symptoms of dehydration. That's not ideal either. So it really is best to drink throughout the day. Just set those calendar reminders, set out a certain number of glasses, or get a fancy flashing bottle to remind you, or get an app or whatever. Maybe just get in the habit of sipping throughout the day, but spread your water consumption through the day. Second question comes from Lisa. She says, what is your opinion on snacking? Is it a bad idea even with healthy choices? Um, Lisa, it totally depends on the person and that person's goals. But the shortest answer is it's not necessarily bad. Uh, the longer answer is giving your digestive system a chance to rest is really awesome for longevity, for digestion, for so much more. So not eating all throughout the day will be better for those things, uh, meaning like having your meals and then giving your body a break in between. 
But there are lots of reasons why that might not be ideal for someone. Some people might not have adequate digestive enzymes. They have trouble breaking down big meals and it kind of like makes them sleepy afterwards. So snacking throughout the day on smaller meals or healthy snacks makes them feel better. Other people, maybe people who have um, an intense exercise routine, they might be better fueled with snacks. It's just too hard to get in adequate calories through meals. Uh, other people with certain types of hormonal imbalance, cortisol imbalance, thyroid imbalance, things like that might do better on snacks, might have better blood sugar stability with snacks. Depending on their specific situation, um, the answer would be different. So overall, if you're not working with a health practitioner to guide you on your specific situation, I say, honestly, listen to your body. As long as you're choosing snacks with fiber and healthy fat or protein, ideally all three, um, and you're choosing them in moderation and you're feeling really great when you're eating them, I say go for it. In fact, I'm going to post a blog post of 20 of my favorite healthy snacks in the show notes. So go check that out for some ideas. It's time for our call to action segment, but right before we do that, I want to spill the beans a little bit. Many of you have been asking when our next group program will come up, and there is great news for those of you who missed Color Up in October, or for the many of you who participated in Color Up who say you want to participate again, Color Up is back. Color Up is a group program designed to help you balance your body's specific needs for nutrients in a fun, in, uh, in a supportive, in an encouraging environment. So it's a an amazing group program. I loved running it. I am so excited to run it again. Um, and I'm not going to talk too much about it now because signups aren't even open yet. But I just want to uh, warn you or get you prepared because let's face it, there's going to be a lot of messages in January about deprivation, about restrictive diets and things like that. And I just want to protect you from all of that and help you feel your best in the most uh, balanced, science-based, encouraging, supportive way. I do not want you to waste your time, money, energy on any of those, quote, magic solutions that we all know aren't so magic. So get ready. Color Up will run for four weeks starting January 11th. Signups will open December 28th, and they will close January 8th. So mark your calendars December 28th to January 8th. Make sure... You head on over to Instagram, Facebook, website. I will post the link to sign up in next week's show notes, not this week's show notes, but just get ready for an exciting and motivating and fun group program, Color Up. Now time for your call to action. My ask for you is that you reflect on your goals. If you did set 2020 goals, reflect on them, celebrate what you did achieve, then forgive yourself for what you didn't. Learn from it and then decide whether to remove the goal, revise the deadline, or revise the goal. 
I will be talking next week about setting goals that energize you for 2021, even in the face of even more uncertainty. So I can't wait to be back in your earbuds then. And until then, have a happy holiday season. Get some rest, restore yourself, do something nice for yourself. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the Lion Share website.